What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? This is Trevante, and I'm back for a fifth installment. And I'm not about to count every single last one of these episodes because if there comes a day where I'm at episode 1576, I don't want to necessarily have to say that shit and keep them all in order. And I need a a person taking minutes. I need a parliamentarian or a episode accountant. That doesn't even exist. I'm just making shit up. But if it did, I wouldn't want to have to hire him to keep track of all this shit. But then again, this thing probably literally counts that shit. Uh, anyhow, this is the fifth installment, man, of shooting the shit. And I just wanted to say, what's happening? Hopefully everyone had a wonderful July the 4th. American as fuck that day is. I actually wonder how many uh, fingertips have been lost in the ongoing struggle of... uh, Uh, so many fingertip casualties on this, on this day in particular, that being the fourth, so many fingertips, just for no fucking reason, just M80s, just blowing fingertips, just, look man, you didn't, you know, blew your damn finger off, look, that's one of my favorite parts, Marlon Wayans is playing this character in this film, one of my favorite movies called The Lady Killers, it's got, um, this Asian dude in it, I can't remember what his name is, but he's dope. He plays this guy called the General. He's always got a cigarette in his mouth, no matter what. And he's very stoic. Then, of course, there's the incomparable Tom Hanks. And then on top of that, you have J.K. Simmons. Just kidding, Simmons. And then you have Marlon Wayans. And then you have Ryan Hurst, one of my favorite character actors. He plays this dude. You know him as Ope from Sons of Anarchy, if you've seen that show wonderful show got a little wild at the end but uh that's neither here nor there so ryan hurst played this character called lump very character hilarious a straight up numbskull man the dumbest dude you can possibly be but there was a certain he was more of a savant like he was just the muscle he was the brains of the operation i'm sorry not the brains of the operation the brawn of the operation tom hanks's character tom hanks character um, was the brains of the operation. He was he was the finesse guy, right? Uh, he had to try and outsmart this old black woman. She's famous for just slapping people across all movie sets and anything you've ever seen. I think Blue Streak or Nothing to Lose. I'm trying to figure out which one. You know the scene where Martin Martin Lawrence is getting the shit slapped out of him. I mean, she's slapping the hair follicles out this dude's head. Uh, that old black lady. I can't recall her name. My apologies, miss. I will look up your name and give you your proper due at a later date. Because right now I have a podcast to do. But uh, anyways, (laughs) long story long, I believe it was J.K. Simmons' character. He's trying to detonate a bomb and that shit don't go so well. And he blew his finger off. Marlon Wayne's character, you can tell I have great character name memories. Uh, he's like, man, see, look what you done did. You know, blew the damn finger off. B L E W T. Blew your damn finger off. 
It's one of my favorite quotes, one of my favorite lines. It's nothing, uh, you know, Aaron Sorkin-esque about it or Christopher Nolan deep, but it was just just well done, you know, and probably improv Guarantee it. That shit was not in the script. Guarantee it. But anyhow, the Lady Killers, check it out if you haven't already. But uh, back to the fourth, it was very peaceful. It wasn't like a Monday. It wasn't a Thursday. It wasn't even, it had a Sunday energy, but you knew for a fact it just, it wasn't always, like there, there have been some days, some laid back days where it's just super vanilla, super chill. And you're like, you know, this is a very Sunday kind of day. It's got a Sunday vibe. I don't know what day of the week this was. It damn sure wasn't Saturday. And it wasn't quite Sunday, but it wasn't Monday through Thursday either or Friday. Definitely not Friday. I might have to come up with another name for this day that was yesterday. Besides the 4th of fucking July, obviously. Maybe like Meep Day. Meep. It was kind of like that. You know? Nothing super crazy. I was, uh, I took the, I uh, took to the streets. I was just cruising and uh, listening to some Isaac Hayes, some old Isaac Hayes. I was on, you know, I was in my mode, son. And uh, Isaac Hayes and some Roy Ayers, some Roy Ayers, and some Roy Ayers Ubiquity. I was jamming. I was jamming, I'm telling you. I was sending links and shit to people, totally blissfully unaware of the fact that everyone's at a fucking barbecue. <laughs> I'm over here chilling. Chefing up a big ass pot of spaghetti and doing kung fu and at you you know at the crib and I'm over here hitting the heavy bag and shit. Just chilling. That's my version of chilling, by the way. It's not me sitting still per se. It's me doing shit, but the shit that I wanna do. That's like that's chilling. That's living. You know what I mean? But uh there was also um an earthquake. Yesterday morning, I'm sitting at a red light and my car starts doing the worm. And I'm thinking, okay, like there's what? What is this? I was baffled. I was puzzled. It was too early for this shit. It's too fucking early to be this damn confused. I was at a red light like, what's going on, man? I don't have a Range Rover HSE. Like I'm trying to figure out. I don't have an air ride. I don't have a semi truck. I don't have a Range Rover. Why is my suspension doing this? And also, please don't fail me, suspension. I don't have time for this bullshit. And then I was like, okay. I checked the car out, started shaking around violently inside of the cabin just to try to recreate the, uh, you know, the situation. And uh, then I was like, okay, I can't reproduce this. You know, you, you, you know, the scientific method. I try to reproduce it, see if I can just... You know, just recreate the phenomena. Nah, not happening. So I look at the car. I get on the outside of it. I'm trying to look at it, see if it's like lower than usual. If the right height's different. Not really. So then I started to blame myself. I'm like, all right, can't blame the car. It doesn't seem to be it. Is it me? Is it mental? Did I just have a bout of vertigo? Is that what this shit is? So I walk into a coffee bean. Long story long. I walk into this coffee bean and there's a nice lady. It's a nice lady. She was up front shooting the shit with a uh, name of the podcast, by the way. Tell your friends. She was shooting the shit with the dude up front. 
And I hear someone mention 6.6. It was a 6.6, man. Yeah, it was wild. I was, uh, I, I knew exactly where I was when it, yes, bitch, you were at the coffee shop. You are currently working your shift. You were nowhere else. So we do know that that is a uh, irrefutable fact is that you knew where you were. We know where you were. We're here talking to you now. And it just happened 15 minutes ago. But, uh, Come to find out, it wasn't vertigo and it wasn't uh, my suspension failing me and failing the city. But it was uh, an actual earthquake. The uh, aftershock. I think uh, I could be super wrong. And I am not about to take the time at the moment to figure out where exactly it happened. But I do know not a lot of motherfuckers live out where it happened. Thank goodness. And not a lot of structures out there. It's not a hills have eyes kind of part of town, but I don't know if it was east or west. Like it was someone said something about Ventura. So it might have been out there, but people live out there, but not nearly as many as L.A. So I guess it could have been relatively remote or someplace in between. But um, then there were some more aftershocks at around two in the morning, one thirty in the morning. I was fucking people up on. Uh, I was uh, streaming on Twitch. Kenpachi Travanti is the name, K-E-N-P-A-C-H-I-T-R-A-V-A-N-T-I. Look me up, follow your boy for all of your entertainment needs. I have a good time. I have a whole hell of a lot of fun. Even more fun now Now that my dude's getting stronger, my hunter, I'm playing uh, Destiny 2 the most. I'm dying a lot less because I'm getting a lot fucking better. Main thing was... The guns, the weaponry. I was weak as fuck. In the infancy of things. You get killed a lot at first. The technique has to be on point. You have to have not a lot of holes in your game. And that's what I've been focusing on actually just in life in general. Is focusing on the holes in my game. Of, you know, increasing my self-awareness. Uh, Kung Fu helps with that a lot. Martial arts helps with that a lot. Sifu being on my head about it. <laughs> Helps out a lot. Like even when you think that you're focused and then you got somebody who's super focused going, Hey man, you need to focus. And you're sitting there like, damn, I thought that I was. You weren't. Okay. There are levels to this shit. In the fight game and in the life game and this chess game. You know, it's you know, in the Matrix game, it's just levels to this shit. You know? You have to always be on that. You have to always be. I am my harshest critic. I really am. I'm hard on myself because I expect a whole lot of myself, you know. Um, You know, you just have to ask yourself, how big is your ask? What are you asking for? What do you want? What do you feel like you need for your happiness? What's going to get you to what you perceive to be the next level? Of what you have defined to be success. For me it's about doing everything as efficiently and as powerfully as I can possibly do it. And get to a point to where I've created an ecosystem of sustainability. That's predicated on myself. On my abilities. On my skills, my gifts, my talents. You know that sort of thing. So I'm just just always in the tool shed sharpening. I'm always in the gym honing. I'm always in the quoom improving evolving more mentally than physically right because that can fade but what you need is peerless technique 
And I try to glean and find and concern my lessons from everything. I am just a sponge. And the more of that I can be, you know, in the youthfulness, right? Because when you're still forming your brain and your neural pathways when you're a kid and your beta um, beta mode and theta mode, which is basically like a dreamlike state that you're in, which allows for maximum super learning. That's what children can learn languages at a very fast pace. They can pick up martial arts and anything, dance, whatever it's going to be, um, at a very fast, I need to step away from the mic a little bit, at a very fast rate because they're in a mode of hyper learning. And that usually happens at its quickest and most effective between the ages of three and eight. After that, that shit slows down. Then you get into alpha mode, and then, uh, you know, uh, the most to fall after that, beta and alpha, that's when the shit slows down. Your brain becomes more concrete. The gray matter starts to fill in, that sort of thing. And then you start to, f- like, you know, like we humans are, uh, we're compositive patterns. We're compositive. All the choices we've ever made, and we tend to make the same kind of choices in the same kind of way because we are our patterns. But you need the self-awareness. To be able to be aware of the fact that we are a composite of our patterns and to find flaws in yours, holes in yours, and try to find new ways to create new habits and new patterns so that you can evolve. And you can evolve without that shit. You know what I mean? So I'm really obsessed. I'm kind of obsessed with myself. I know it sounds like a, uh, it's an interesting notion, but I am going to be real. Not obsessed with myself as far as an aesthetic, you know, aesthetic of any kind or uh, an egoism of sorts, but of the fact that there is one that I need to keep in check because that helps me get out of my own fucking way so that I can achieve my goals more swiftly, more quickly, more efficiently, more effectively. You know, and I implore um, all of you listening here to do the same. Is to have that critical thought process when it comes to every motion that you make, everything that you do. Not in the sense that makes you miserable, but just understanding. And in some cases, not so hard on yourself because you know how your mind works. How it functions. Or at least to see some control over your your emotional state so that you can be stable enough and attack problems from the standpoint of a solution finder versus um, someone who just succumbs to the weight of their problems or perceives them to be problems instead of a unique challenge. I see them as challenges more so, more and more, right? Um, you know, we are, like I said, creatures of our habits. And sometimes we slip into old modes. Uh, something happens quicker than you're able to process it. You start to panic, which is the worst thing you could possibly do in a fight or when you're rolling with somebody or if you, you know, you're sparring with somebody, this or that. It can be applied to life in general. Just slow this shit down. Whatever it is, slow the shit down. Get to the origin of what it really is and where it really came from, where it really emanates. And then turn what you perceive to be a big problem into a challenge and reduce the scale. Scale it down. 90% of the time, 9 times out of 10. I'm happy that math was just correct. That would have been embarrassing. Had you know, had it not been. Uh I'm kidding, I don't give a fuck. But uh 
it's not as big like it's not nearly as big as you perceive it to be right but when you can only see the problem and you can't see a sea of solutions or options it's the thing that occupies your mind the most it's a lot bigger than what it should be reduce the scale because the scope and the magnitude of, of like of the solution is far greater like it's very simple but it's complex right <laughs> You know, even that fucking statement. It's like, what? What does that even mean? What does anything even mean, right? You know, so that's what I've been working on. For real. I had uh, I had an interesting moment. I had uh, my agent that hit me up the other day in the morning going, hey, congrats, you booked this thing. And it was, uh, you know, it was one of the largest things. Well, if not the, yeah, definitely the largest thing I've booked thus far. But um, I say that to illustrate a point. My expression kind of remained unchanged. And I had to think about that. I thought about that the next day. Like from that moment on. like, And then throughout the next day. Like why? Why why did my expression uh, remain relatively unchanged? I'm supposed to be giddy, right? Right? I'm supposed to be doing backflips because of this shit, right? Right? supposed to be doing cartwheels i'm supposed to be jumping with joy and glee i've worked so hard for this right but because i've worked so hard and i've trained for so long i've prepared myself for this day in fact i sent my spirit and my mind on up ahead down the path they've been waiting for me to physically get there i had already arrived i i'm i'm like i'm already happy i'm already you know, you know, uh, pleased with myself. I'm already like not pleased with myself in that I'm done. Like this is the destination, right? Because the journey is in the like the reward is the journey itself, right? Uh, it's the pursuit of the whole thing. Not when you get there, because I have this mentality uh, where I climb up a mountain, and at the peak is the base of a new one. That keeps me hungry, that keeps me driven, that keeps me focused, that keeps me humble. You know, I'm climbing up this mountain. Whatever it's going to be, however tall it's going to be, I see the top of it. And then I begin the ascent and climb up that bitch. And I realize I'm at the base of a new one. And I begin a new, a new pursuit or the same pursuit. But it keeps me going. Keeps that flame burning. And it keeps me hungry, you know. There's a true benefit to hunger. Believe you me. It really is. So don't get satisfied. Don't get complacent. Don't get full. Because that's when you stop. That's when you stop growing. And you'll freeze at the top of that fucking peak. You got to keep on rolling. You got to keep on doing what you're doing. And stay the course. Sometimes. When things get what seems to be their most difficult. It's only because you're right there. You're at the precipice. You're right there. Just on the other side of this resistance, this last minute resistance, is everything that you have been working for, have been praying on, have been meditating about, talking about, scheming, plotting, drawing up on this white chalkboard. Dry erase board, I should say. It's right there. But what would this life be? 
if you didn't have to suffer to get it? Huh? To get what you wanted. Remember what I just said. How big is your ask? Gary Vee was on point when he said that shit. How big is it? What is, this is my shit now, the price of admission for what it is that you perceive to be your dream, your goal, your desire? How much How much does it cost? Because I know that some people have this, you know, and it's fine. They don't want a lot. What they want isn't big. It's not. We need them. We need them. We need you. And then some people are more visionary. Some people want to change the whole world. Some people want to transform and terraform this place. Some people want to shape it into the way that they envisioned it could truly be. You know, your tech gurus, you know, the guy at Hooli. <laughs> I haven't seen Silicon Valley in a minute. You know, their ask is a lot bigger, but it costs them a whole lot. Believe you me, listen to their stories. It costs them a lot. And they were willing to pay. They were willing to pay what they owed to get to where they got. And you've got to be willing to do like to do the same. And sometimes if your ask is small enough and just ordinary enough, which is fine, that's your walk. Walk your path. Do your fucking thing. You know, um, they get it rather quickly. Rather effort, you know, effortlessly, maybe a couple of hitches and then get up. But other than that, most people can get what they ask for. It's usually it's nothing extravagant. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I want a Lexus. Okay, I mean, you can get that shit. <laughs> but man, if you want to be the head of a multinational this, or if you want to be giving TED Talks, doing that, you want to wear a, a, a black fucking turtleneck and that be your brand, <laughs> because you run a conglomerate or if you want to you know be uh you know the number one holistic uh practitioner in all of uh semi valley you know and then take that utilize the social networking platform to take your business international and travel and see the world Educating other practitioners and people with practices on your system and your system, the tried and true system, whatever it might be. That's just a fucking example. That costs a lot more. Right. Than being, um, you know, shift supervisor at, uh, you know, West Vaco paper mill in uh, Lowmore, Virginia. It costs a lot more. Are you willing to pay? Everybody listening, ask yourselves, what is it that I want? Big or small, doesn't matter. But start to wrap your mind around what it might cost. Because if you can alter your perception, if you can understand what it is that it's going to cost, you can begin to plan for that shit. You aren't surprised by some of the pitfalls, some of the ups and the downs, you know how tremendous the ups can be and how, man, how cataclysmic the bottom can be. Or there might not be too much of a variance. It might just be a little minor setback here and there if you're asking small. But man, if it's big, it can be pretty big. But the kind of person that it that you're required to be 
those kinds of people that like they tend to be built designed delusional like delusional enough to uh <laughs> resist anyone else's doubt in them to get it done because you have to resist a lot of projection people who haven't asked for much and don't want much but they can't perceive your dream they can't understand what you like you've been willing to pay to get it they can't pay that tab so they're looking at you going hey man i don't know if that's a good idea that's not safe ain't shit safe at all so here i go right and they're not going to truly understand it's your walk it's your mission you know what the specifics are you know what the metrics are for success and what the measurables are you know what your benchmarks are you know what you need to do to get to where you need to go for the most part and you and the rest of that shit you'll figure out along the way but they don't but don't expect them to don't expect them to and that you won't grow as disheartened by people who go they don't have the heart that kind of heart that kind of mind so it's relative let them doubt let them do whatever the fuck they want to do so long as they stay the fuck out of your way i say that to say no detours stay on your path stay on your walk and when the things begin to happen right you've been planting seeds all these years i've been planting seeds y'all all this fucking time so i circle back to saying when things like this happen when the agent hits me up going hey man yeah it's done ink's dried congrats i'm cool it's cool. I am grateful. I am thankful. But also, this might sound a little nuts. And I might be. And that's okay. Because that's who I am. But I expected this. I already saw it. I just had to do the physical and the mental and the spiritual work to also get my body there. I, I just had to get my vessel there. I just had to show up. I've been doing the training. All I do is train. But I just had to be present. I just had to be here today, now. If not, I betrayed my past. And I let tomorrow down. By not being here today, right now. You know, and I learned a lot about that when I train, you know, my martial arts as well. I be man, Seif <laughs> will be putting the paws on me, son. When even for a moment, I'm thinking about the fact that I got hit. So I'm thinking about that. That's in the past, and then I'm thinking about how not to get hit next. Well, getting hit still, and even more so because I'm thinking about the future. All of a sudden, I'm a fucking time traveler, and it's nowhere near as cool as it sounds. When you're in the midst of a battle, or, or a session, or when you're rolling, or when you're training. You have to be where you are to get to where you're going or to get to where you want to go. You, but you have to be here now because you can go right outside and change your life if you are there, if you are present. And I would tell you and I would implore you all who are listening to be yourselves. But. I've lived long enough to know that, man, some of y'all selves ain't <laughs> some people's selves ain't who even they need to fucking be. They need to try on somebody else. 
I'm telling you, like a gym shoe or something. I'm like, you know what? You are just, I don't know if you came out the box bogus, but man, I'm telling you, you need to try somebody else on. Not on some tasteless uh, chainsaw mask or leather face type shit, but man, just take, you know, just take another personality for a spin or something because this shit, this ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it, you know? I'm a firm believer in that shit. Call me an asshole if you want to. I I humbly accept. But yeah, some of y'all need to be somebody else entirely. You know, and I, I say that in jest, but also have serious because I'm telling you. Now, for, you know, for the most part, I think the most people want to, uh, everybody wants to be something else other than what they are. And that's a problem. That's a humongous problem. And then some people, oh man, I don't know what the malfunction is. I don't know what the factory defect is. And it could be that. <laughs> but I'm telling you, you need to be critically aware of the fact that, man, maybe there's a critical failure in your design somehow, some way. And you need to go back to the drawing board, you and Wiley Coyote both. Y'all need to figure out what's wrong and what's what. Tweak that shit, tinker a little bit, reinstall or install a new program. Maybe you're the beta version. There's a whole lot of betas out there, by the way. But man, install that new shit. Let that run for a little bit. See how it goes. <laughs> Straight up. I don't know. I'm just fooling. Just shooting the shit, you know. But, uh, yeah, y'all. I'm really thankful to be here. I really am. But I've been twitching. Not twitching, physically twitching. But I've been uh, building up my Twitch stream. So everyone who's listening, you can find me and all of my uh, Looney Tooney antics on uh, Kenpachi Travanti. That's K-E-N-P-A-C-H-I-T-R-A-V-A-V as in Victor, A-N-T-I-K-E-N-P-A-C-H-I-T-R-A-V-A-N-T-I on Twitch. Follow your boy. I'll be on there at random times, sometimes in the morning. But oftentimes at night in the evening. And I'm on the West Coast, so I know all the everybody on the East Coast be fast to fucking sleep by the time I get on sometimes. Because I got a lot of things to do. But what I'm working on is getting to a point to where, you know what I'm saying? My schedule's pretty open, pretty free. You know, if I'm not on set shooting something, then I'm doing that shit. You know, whatever I like doing. Eating food also. A lot of that. Building food food mountains and devouring that shit because I fast all day, every day, you know, that sort of thing. So food, dinner, that shit is an event. I take it so seriously. I'm so passionate about it. But when you, you know, you don't eat all day and you're in you know, ketosis and all that shit, it'll do that to you. But it's just one of the greatest things I've ever done for myself. It's not for the faint of heart. I'm going to tell you that right now. You can't be, you, you know, you can't be acting all flimsy out here. There's a lot of flimsy-ass motherfucking dudes out here. Flimsy-ass motherfucking people out here nowadays, you feel me? You can't be all flimsy out here and weak and shit. It's a lot of that. Can't be all bitch man out here. You got to man up, woman up, get your shit together. You know? But, yeah, just plugging the holes in my game, yo. Oh, shit. I just got to notice in the mail, too. Uh. A damn parking ticket for like, oh man, I was getting surgery on my face, not on my face, that sounds terrible and lame as fuck, uh, dental surgery, you know what I'm saying, 
Kung Fu got a little rough and I got a little, you know, a little, one of my teeth is knocked the fuck out or broken, I should say. And so they had to take it out and put a new one in. So I'm a cyborg, but uh, I said that to say that I was there for so long that by the time I got out, the okay to park at parking spot was now a gridlock zone, anti-gridlock, and I got a, be- a beefy-ass ticket. That that boy, that ticket was big as fuck. It was like Bluto from Popeye, just puffy for 163 bones. And I was like, all right, man, I'll pay it. And so, haven't yet, will. But I got a notice going, hey, yo, remember the, remember that ticket? If you don't pay it by certain times, it's going to be $326. And I'm thinking to myself, see, 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 that's the weird fucking thing about parking tickets, especially in LA. I'm like, it's going to be twice as hard for you. To get your money, the money that you want, twice as bad? If you make it twice as much, I don't understand the logic. I really don't. You got outstanding tickets all over the place out here in this damn town. Because you got people that are like, man, fuck it. Man, fuck you and fuck this. Okay, fine. Money don't grow on trees. Coconuts do, bitch. Bananas, all kind of other things. But not money. I wish. I really wish I could just plant a penny and just have a tree out front growing fucking dollar bills. But I don't. So to make it twice as much, if I don't pay by a certain time, makes it twice as hard for you to achieve your goal. So how does that help me do my job? That'd be the question. You know. <laughs> so anyways. I am going to uh, slide out of here for now. But... uh. If you're listening out there, I'm on Instagram. Well, sometimes you can contact me there if you have any questions, comments, whatever you want to fucking talk about. We're just shooting the shit, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, all of you organisms in between, <laughs> I'm at Kenpachi, K-E-N-P-A-C-H-I-T-R-A-V-A-N-T-I. On Instagram and on Twitch. I'm on Twitter too, but never on Twitter. So Instagram is the easiest and best way, most effective and efficient way. And uh, on Twitch, man, I'll be gaming. I'll be having a ball. You know what I'm saying? Um, Oh, shit. Also, watch Barry if you haven't. Incredible. I'll get into that at a later date. Also... Oh, man, the finale, the season, season two of One Punch Man. Amazing. Tune into that shit. And also, season three of motherfucking Attack on Titan. Y'all, you need to, yeah, slide on over uh, to that Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Follow your boy. DM me, whatever, what have you. Because we can discuss. Because I'm open to a discussion about the happenings that have been happening in the anime world i'm also watching one piece that'll take seven years but it's worth it because that's just like watching an rpg it's beautiful it's beautiful and usabi have me crying <laughs> right now they're at um skypea uh they're uh, going back and forth with this bitch made white beret dude who's like slithering on the ground like a serpent like the serpent he is hiding and shit trying to get these cats uh arrested for no damn reason it's pretty much the prison industrial complex is what it is so it's really hitting home but uh again instagram 
Kempachi, K-E-M-P-A-C-H-I, T-R-A-V-A-N-T-I on Instagram and Twitch. I'll let you, boy. Thanks for tuning in. Share, subscribe, all of that wonderful shit. And I'll talk at you soon. And this is Shooting the Shit, signing off. Have a fantastic night.